Welcome, Welcome back, back to... <laughs> Okay, we went over this, Andrea. <laughs> Welcome back to Creeps and Crimes with Andy and Sky. Gosh, we're gonna we're not gonna get any followers more than we already have. The people that are following us now are definitely gonna unsubscribe. <laughs> My mom's gonna look at this and be like, "I'll root for you, honey." Hey. I'm gonna make my mom look at this. <laughs> All right, um, okay. We're gonna start off with rock, paper, scissors to see who goes first. This is gonna be the new tradition. We liked it last time because we can never remember who goes first and who did it. Yeah, and I just, I mean, it's a cute little game to play. Okay, so uh, don't forget to give us a like, subscribe, um, follow, please. Um, you can now find us on Spotify as well. We yes. just made our Spotify page. Hallelujah. It was uh, definitely a task, you know. One of us looks like the brains, but we'll, you'll, we'll let you guess who it is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's me. So, I guess we'll start by... Yeah, we can All do right. that. All right, ready? Okay, she got me. tally board for how many times the other person has we'll, won we'll and then like set one up behind us yeah. yeah and then like you know on so many we'll say on 10 wins that person gets to do like the whole podcast for the or that person doesn't have to speak at all whichever one didn't have to tell a story or they get to choose what story they want I to do like next. it yeah. I like it I feel like I love to talk you do so therefore <laughs> so therefore I'm gonna be the one talking all right, well, fine with me because I like to just listen to you talk. I do like you, the faces you make. Yeah. Do you? Thanks. I really don't know how to feel about that now. Well, I like your voice. I don't. I do feel like it's gotten better though because I was sick last week. So mm. it has gotten better this week. So, so I will say exciting. our last video was late, which means this video will be coming just a little bit late. But we are working with our schedules, trying to get things figured out. And mm -hmm. I think that we have... When do you want to upload them? When will we be uploading? Case. I think we're gonna we're gonna upload them on Saturdays. So we will have a video uploaded almost every Saturday. We will try. 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 Um, unless something stops us out of town, vacation, sick, whatever, you know, normal. Of course, stuff. and there will be an update if we don't get <clears> one <throat> updated in time. You know, we'll definitely do our best to let you guys know. We'll try to get like a Instagram or Facebook page or something. Camera, so sorry. Yeah, we, we uh, upgraded the camera a little yes. bit. There have been quite a few upgrades, thankfully, since our first uh, attempt. <laughs> We're getting better. Getting and better. Hopefully, we'll get better and better. So, like, subscribe, comment, follow. That's what, that's still what I was forgetting to say earlier. You notice I stopped in it because I said I like, did. subscribe, and then I was like, huh, what's that third one? Comment. And again, if you like us, please, please, please go give us a follow on Spotify. Please comment. Shout us out. Us, let us know how we're doing. Something. Any kind of any kind of negative or positive feedback is always welcome. You know, we know we have room to grow, so let us know what you guys want, and yeah. we'll go from there. Let us also know um, if you have a request because we will yes. also take requests on any type of stories that you would like us to research. Now, I will say this. Um, we got into this by liking other people that we hear and see. So we um, we got this inspiration from seeing other people 
and um, we decided to do our own. So we do, but we do all the research ourselves and we take notes and we, um, we will take any requests if y'all want to hear any. We do crimes and ghost stories and creepy stories and gruesome, whatever you want to hear. So Now the first two have not been as crazy, but we were just trying to get the feel of things. And at first I actually didn't believe like when you when you came to me and you're like, you know what, let's do because we were at work one day. We we actually worked together and we were listening to a podcast and she turns to me and she says, Hey, we, we should need make to our start own. a podcast. Yeah. And I was like, I've always wanted to do that. And you know, we were thinking about it, whatever. I wasn't quite sure if we were gonna do it. And she was like, Hey, can you go pick up the equipment? And I was like, We're making a podcast. So <laughs> now we've turned our Fridays into freaky Fridays and we do creepy stories on Fridays. Which is nice too because we, we, get, on to, Saturday. we yeah. get to hang out more outside of work. We get to hang out with our awesome boss slash assistant slash the help. Yo, the help. what up? Director. Yeah, say hey <laughs> a little louder for the camera, Amy. Yo, what up? That's what I like to hear. All right. Um, so. <laughs> I was about to say something about her age, but never mind. <laughs> she's, definitely the, she's definitely the mom of our group, but that's yeah, awesome Yeah, but she's too. like the cool, like. She's the cool mom. Yeah. She's really young. She's like our age, so. You can tell she's a mom by the painting in the background. I'll be honest. Like, if I was talking about the painting in the background, um, I would think you were like 60s. It's actually. I thought you were like in your 60s. It's very good artwork. It was from the in-laws. I have to hang it up. From the in-laws? <laughs> that makes a lot more sense. You the in-laws are older. No, just take it down. When the in-laws come is when you hang it back up. Oh, yeah. That would work. That's because we're going to have to put something on this wall anyway. We're going to well, do I our tally list. Well, I try to do some kind of... The wall is green, so I can probably try to do some kind of green screen or whatever behind it. So, we're not going to... We're going to try not to drag it out too long. We're going to try to keep our stories to a uh, minimum, but try to give you every detail as possible. So, um, I guess I'll go ahead and start. Right. Mine is a crime story. Yes, it's we switched again. And there's actually a movie about it. They made a movie on it. And uh, what made me want to do this story is a coworker brought it up. Um, she asked us if we've seen the movie. And I'll tell you what the movie is. Um, at the end. At, yeah, I'll tell, them, I'll tell you at the end because I want to tell you the story first. So, anyways, this is about, um, I really don't know how to say his name. So, I'm probably going to mess it up. But, Yosef Fritzl. I think that's I think that's right. Is that right? Because it's, yeah. it's he's from Austria. This is, this story takes place in Austria, which um, to be honest, I didn't want to do an out of country story because I just didn't think that they're they were gonna be as good. But this one's pretty messed up. So she I gave hope you me enjoy a little it. bit of a of a rundown. We we don't like to tell each other what the story's gonna be about so we can get true reactions. Right, right, right. But she gave me a rundown, and I'm kind of excited and not excited at the same time <laughs> oh, no. i'm sorry but it's okay. it's okay though because Skylar did not give me a rundown on hers she did tell me what she's doing hers on but i did not look up anything so mine's gonna be an, an authentic she just reaction. can't keep secrets she's gotta tell me because she gets so excited which is a good thing i'm That's the worst at keeping secrets so anyways so yosef was born in april 9th of or he was born april 9th of 1935 and um this story actually emerged in 2008. So, for him to be so old when it emerged is like, that's what blew my mind. So, I'll go ahead and give you a little um, historic rundown on Yosef. I like how organized you are this time. I know, right? Like, I'm so motivated. <laughs> Anyways, so, um, he grew up as an only child. His mother was very abusive. The only reason that she 
had a child was to prove to her husband that she could have children because they weren't having any, I guess. I don't know that, but um, she had him to prove to her husband that she could have children. Well, then her husband, to have a child. It, yeah, it was a very spiteful reason to have a child. But um, her husband left when Yosef was four and he did not see him after that. So his father left the picture. His mother was very abusive, very bitter towards him because she feels like the reason that his father left was because of him, which doesn't really make sense to me because apparently he wanted kids. So anyways, um, he his father later fought in World War II and he passed away. So he never really got to see his father past the age of four. And then his mother never liked him. And you know, this part is really sick, but he would have, he grew to be obsessed with his mother and he would have like um sexual fantasies about her oh. which is yeah it was really messed up i don't know why i'm smiling anyways it's nervous it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. nervous, nervous energy yeah. <laughs> anyways um so yeah he became obsessed with her and he would have like these weird little sexual fantasies about her and then um at the age of 21 he met his wife rosemary and she was 16 at the time 17 and they got married and they had um, a little girl named Christine. Well, this is where things take a turn for the worst. <laughs> he, um, he was actually educated. He finished school, went to college, got a good job. Um, Isn't he it was, crazy how m most, it's yeah, mostly like educated think, people that. Oh no, like I, I feel like I, I don't know. Well, you gotta think like Ted Bundy and John yeah, he Gacy, was really, like yeah. all of these people were educated. Yeah, they were really smart. But anyways, he had a um, he had an education and a good job, but he also had a criminal background. So this is like where things start to take a turn, and he raped several women. Well, he only got caught for raping, I think like one or two women. Was this before mistaken? or after he got married to Rosemary? This is after. after. So he served 18 months in prison. He got convicted for rape and served 18 months in prison. Well, when he got out, she forgave him. His wife forgave him. He moved back home. He had a he already had a criminal background. Well, um, things started getting worse. Okay, so after he moved back home, his daughter, like he had a daughter. I think that was the only child that they did have together. And his daughter turned 18. Well, on her 18th birthday, she, he was building this like basement cellar type thing. And she, he asked her to help him with the door, which to me is kind of suspicious. Cause like, why would you? I mean, you can't carry want, a door by yourself. You well, you're not gonna ask a timid little girl to, well, she's not a little, but you know, I want yeah. me to help you carry the door. Like that was weird. Yeah. It was in the like, that is kind of Elizabeth is it was their, a different time. Elizabeth is their child. I'm so sorry, I forgot that part. Elizabeth is their child. She was born April 6th of 1966. So you gotta think about it. This is um in the 70s. Well, I guess you know, women were trying to be equal in the 70s, so yeah. Um, anyways, so her father on her 18th birthday asked her to help him carry the door down to the basement where 
he sealed the door while she was like she was sitting there holding it yeah and he sealed it mm -hmm. well when he sealed it he covered her mouth up and her her nose up with um it wasn't chloroform it was like ether was that the same thing mm -hmm. i don't know but it was an ether filled towel and he did it until she was unconscious and then when she was unconscious he threw her in the basement so he threw her in the basement and then he literally like raped her every single day for a very very long time so she ended up being how, i'm sorry to interrupt but how could a mother not know that that was happening i'm getting to this he started raping her well her mom got suspicious because she wasn't home and he made her write a note, which was the first of very many notes that he did make her write. The daughter? Yes. And so he made her write a note saying that she went and lived with a friend. And if they tried to find her, that um, she would leave the country. So they didn't try to look for her. And her, when the police got involved, because mom filed a missing persons report, when the police got involved, she said, uh, or dad said, I think she went and joined a religious cult. So that made mom even less suspicious oh, well, and of back her then, those were Those were yeah, big 70s, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, 70s, 80s, those, those things were forming a lot. So, yeah. Well, he, <laughs> oh, and his story just sucks. Anyways. So, after her disappearance, you know, her mom filed a missing persons report and things got weird and dad made up stories saying that she joined a religious cult and everything like that. Well, um, over the course of the next 24 years, which is how long he had her locked up in the basement, which is just So, she was 18, crazy. 24 years. So, she was 30, 42. So, after... Elizabeth's disappearance, you know, mom filed a missing persons report. Dad made up the fact that she joined a cult. And in reality, she didn't. She was downstairs in the basement, which is a little suspicious to me because, like, how did mom not go down there? Which I'll get to that. But I would still go down there because I'm just exactly. that type of wife. I'm nosy. So, and I'm not a wife. I'm single. <laughs> so, I single. So, wrong hand. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah. So, anyways. Tell single we are. We don't even know what hand it goes on. Exactly, man. I would put it on the hand. So, anyways. He, once she disappeared into the basement, uh, or she disappeared into the basement, he then continued to rape her for amount of, uh, a long time. Every day. Um, he would come in at 9 o'clock in the morning. And he, there he would do his plans and he would tell his wife not to bring him coffee so that she wouldn't go downstairs. And you know what's even crazier is they had a roommate living with them that lived in like a, I guess they had like an extra room or apartment. Or Joey's room. Uh, down, that's my brother's name. Down um, towards the bottom, towards the basement. It was like a cellar, I guess. I really don't know. Yeah, it was like something like that. But it was like close to the basement and they reported hearing crazy sounds and noises, but nobody ever did anything about it. So, probably because it was a the basement, they thought maybe he was just working down there. I don't know, but anyways, he kept her down there. 
Um, he, she birthed seven of his children. The first one is Christine. Um, she's the oldest. He kept three. Um, the second one passed away. Wait, what do you mean he kept three? Okay, so he birthed seven of her children. Christine is the oldest. Um, she had a few issues. Um, the second one passed away. Um, the first, well, the three that he decided to keep, which is just pretty messed up to me. But what he would do was he would tell his wife or the social workers that his daughter's children and infants, by the way, um, showed up on his doorstep. So the social workers that came in and did daily checks, um, didn't see any suspicions or issues or anything with it like that. So that was a little weird to me. Oh, yeah. Um, he kept Lisa, Monica, and Alexander. Those are the three that he kept as infants. And I'm guessing they probably just didn't have any health issues, which is why he decided to keep them. That's what I'm not my really sure. Was gonna be like, what made him decide to keep them? He must be really smart to have helped her get through th seven births by herself. Or he just kind of. I was like, hey, you got it. It's you all know. you. Anyways, um, like I said, they received regular visits from social workers who didn't have any suspicions at all, which is super weird to me. Um, after the fourth child's birth, birth they um, enlarged the basement that she was in. And they had a TV. They had a um, cassette player. And they had a radio. And... She um, taught them how to read and write. He would often go have dinner with them and he would read to the kids. Um, he told her and the three kids that she he made stay down there with her that if they tried to leave, that he would gas them. So, I mean, Which, of course, I mean, he's me being a stupid, psychopath, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah, like me being a stupid little 18 year old. Well, I should say she was stupid, but me being. A non-educated, naive 18-year-old, I would be like, okay, you know. I gotta go down. Well, I mean, like, and at that point, he already holds so much power over you that... Right. So, Christine, Stefan, and Felix were the three that stayed in the basement with um, Christine. So, he... On April of 2008, Kurt, Christine went to the hospital after falling out. Elizabeth stayed in the basement she had to stay in there for a final week up until the hospital grew suspicious of her dad, um, which is also Elizabeth's dad, <laughs> going to the hospital and saying that mom wasn't in the picture. So what they did was the police, the hospital notified the police, and the police made a report about it. Well, they aired it on the news. And once they aired it on the news, Elizabeth begged her dad to let her go to the hospital. So once she did... This was like the first time of her being out. She immediately went to the police and told them everything. Before, I think she did that before she even went to the hospital. Like, or either she got to the hospital and then she told him. Um, couldn't really dig that I just part have to up. Say, but being in your 40s and living a life like that, what, what quality of life would you have? You would know nothing of the outside world besides what you well, would see yeah. on TV. So, and she's in her 40s at this point. Right. Yeah. So, like, um, I mean. So, after his arrest, he claimed that um, all the sex that he had with his daughter and grandchildren, which I'm pretty... Grandchildren? I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, don't. You know, my 
I'm not even gonna be surprised. But it's sad. Um, after his arrest, he claimed that uh, all the sex was consensual. That doesn't tell you what. It's crazy. I don't know. Um, anyways, regarding his treatment, he claimed, "I'm not the monster that the media makes me out to be." Yeah. It often would, he would often bring her like flowers and stuff when she was in the basement. And so he was um, like courting her. And wife didn't know about this? No. So did he drug her too? Or did he beat her? Did he have the same thing over her head? Nothing. So maybe she was just walking no. through life, you know, just not wanting to see what's there. She couldn't, she, she never, really she just it. listened to him. She just, I mean, Obey. she got back with him after he raped women, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, so I think she just listened to whatever he would say. So she was right there with her, essentially. Had the same mind mentality. Right. So, submissive. she was very submissive. He continues to try to write to her. And, which, by the way, she's um, living a quiet life with her kids after she the got daughter, out of the home. The daughter, he tries to write to the daughter. Yeah, he tries to write to the daughter. He is actually eligible for parole in 2024. He was sentenced to 15 years, and he was charged with um, murder due to neglect and rape. I think he should have gotten 15 years, or he should have he should have gotten the amount of years in jail that she was imprisoned in that cellar. Oh yeah. Plus an extra 15 oh, yeah. years per child tacked on. That was But I born. guess their their legal system is a little different. So therefore it was just I don't know, it was just different. He got less but, time in prison than she did in the basement. Right. Which is super messed up to me. Like I don't I don't agree with that at all. But that's why this story is so messed up. Like you literally take your child at 18 years old throw her in the basement, start having kids with her against her will. You throw her in a basement that's the size, not even the size of this dining room, y'all. So how were the children that were in the basement? I mean, they had never seen the They had problems. Home. Each, um, I'm guessing he kept the ones with the problems in the basement and he took the ones that didn't have any problems out of the basement. So that was, it was rough to read about, but there is a movie about it. It's called Girl in the Basement. And I suggest you watch it if you want to learn more about it. Um, I'm pretty sure there are some details that I left out because, like I said, we take little notes, give you the gist. We try to give you every detail possible. But um, this one just, it had a lot to it. Like, um, court, he saw her in court. Um, he tries to write to her, tries to reach out to her, says that he's sorry, didn't Does do he ever reach wrong. out to the children? Not that no. you know of? Oh. Not that I know of. Um, so we do want to make this podcast as, as short as possible, as quick as possible. Um, so so we if just we miss give anything, you the, we're sorry. We give you the raw. Yeah, we're just giving you, you know, the, the, the nasty details. Yeah. The and ones then, that you want to hear. If you guys want it to be longer, again, let it's us fast. know. Yeah, we'll try to do that and um, get you kids with those long attention spans. Have you ever heard of the Winchester House? You told me about it. No. <laughs> you just told me like a... Have you ever heard of the Winchester House? That's all you told me. Okay. Okay. So you've heard of it, but you so don't I've know heard the of story. I've heard of okay. the name. So the Winchester House, um, when it was being constructed, was con 
English. When I was being constructed. Don't know what her ethnicity is, but <laughs> can't even speak English. Oh gosh, okay. We're gonna go take guesses of what her ethnicity is. Oh, please start a poll. I would love to see what you guys think my my ethnicity is. That would be so Pretty sure you can guess what mine is. <laughs> Basic. Basic language. That's me. Yeah, you're literally wearing sweatpants right now. NCCA son. Hey, she's she's living the life I want to be living right now. To be honest. Was it Coastal uh, Conservation Association? I just realized I stared at you boobs for like a whole five minutes looking and trying to read your shirt. So, anyways, right. um, it was originally called uh, Sarah Winchester's house. And then it became just the Winchester house. So Sarah Winchester was the widow. The widow. I cannot English today. I don't. I know. can't sing. <laughs> we know. Um, <laughs> uh, she was the widow of ready for the babe, William Wirt Winchester. Okay. Heir to the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. Um, born around 1840, Sarah Winchester. Winchester made, um, they made guns, didn't they? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, born around the 1840s, Sarah Winchester grew up in a world of privilege. Uh, she spoke four languages, which obviously you can tell I can barely speak one. One. <laughs> but to be four. fair, it is 1030. I'm usually in bed by now because I'm a grandma. Same. Like, what? what, what? <laughs> We're both in our 20s, and well, that's what we do on We're Friday on night. a Friday. It's a Friday night. This, okay, We're but at we, our boss's house. This is our Freaky Friday night. This is our Freaky Friday Freaky nights. Friday nights. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, she attended the best schools, married well, and eventually gave birth to a daughter named Annie. However, Annie died, and a decade later, so did her husband. Mm. That's sad. I bet she got paid, though. She did. Oof. Get this. Um, after <laughs> William's death in 1881, she inherited roughly $20 million, which is $500 million in today's money. I hate how we take these people's sad life and we're like, oof, ha, 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 and we joke about it, you know what I mean? But, like, I mean, $500 million, what'd you say about that, Amy? <laughs> and guess what they made? Exactly. <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can use a Winchester. And I bet back in like the 1800s, like, you think they had DNA back then? Did they have DNA back then? They had DNA. We've been over this. They had DNA, just no DNA testing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Scientific fact moment test pop quiz. Okay. What? What does DNA stand for? Diagnostic. <laughs> Nostalgia. <laughs> what did you think? St. Martin science teachers, we're sorry. Hey, shout out to Mississippi schools. St. <laughs> Martin science teachers? I don't even remember who I had for science. Coach yeah. Rivers, shout out to Coach Rivers. Um, Do you know? It's no. obviously Diagnostic Nostalgic Association. What? Duh. <laughs> What is it? I said it's obviously dyslexic nucleic acid. <laughs> is it really? No. Oh. <laughs> what does it stand for? Deoxyribonucleic acid. That's DRNA. What does that say? Diagnostic? Mm. Oh, God. Y'all, I'm smart right. when I apply myself, but I was not having science. No. 
Mm -mm, not when it comes to science. Nope. That's okay. I wasn't. I got my first F in science class in fourth grade and I cried. I said diagnostic. Please don't make me sound stupid. I sounded. You said dyslexic something. She said. She told me what it was and I said it's DRNA. So we both look stupid. Okay. I, I took one for the team. Obviously. Okay. So once the ladies knew what DNA stood for and that they did have it back then. Just not. Did we ask the help to speak? They continue, continued with the story. Yes. This is what we do on our Friday nights, guys. Continue. Oh my gosh. So bossy. I like that. <laughs> um, so on top of the 50 million or 20 million, which was 500 million in today's money, um, she also got 50% of the Winchester Arm Company, which left her with a continued income um, equal to $1,000 a day or 26000 a day. In today's money, I want you. Okay, twenty six thousand dollars face because we could see each other. We could see our faces in the camera. I'm over here listening to what you're saying, and my face went completely blank because I'm just sitting here thinking about twenty six thousand. Why? Oh my god, twenty six thousand. What would I do with that? I don't even know what I would. Well, just, I would be miserable because I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Well, you're fixing to find out what she did with it. Okay, let's go. So, uh, newly in possession of a massive fortune and struggling with the loss of her husband and daughter, she sought the advice of a medium. Um, she hoped to get the advice from beyond um, as to how to spend her fortune or what to do with her life. Um, so, her the story, what they understand of the story is that the medium was able to channel her husband um, who advised Sarah to leave her home in New Haven, Connecticut and head west to California. As far as what to do with her money, William answered that she was to use the fortune to build a home for the spirits of those who had fallen victim to the Winchester rifles or she would be haunted for the rest of her life. Sweet. It gets worse. <laughs> I'm hoping. <laughs> so in 1884, Sarah purchased um, what would later become known as the Winchester Mystery House. Um, at the time of the sale, the house was a small, unfinished farmhouse, but very quickly grew. Very quickly. Um, Sarah hired carpenters to work around the clock, expanding the small house into a seven-story mansion. Due to the lack of a plan, the presence of an architect, the house, uh, in the presence of an architect, the house was constructed haphazardly, half, haphazardly, haphazardly, haphazardly. Yeah. Um, rooms were added into exterior, exterior walls resulting in windows overlooking other rooms. Multiple staircases would be added all with different side, uh, sized risers, giving each staircase a distorted look. So like, they would be really, really steep, or they'd be really long, or they'd have, like, narrow. Well, that would make me not want to go up the stairs. Well, you're also going to find out. really long. You're going to find out later why she did it this way. Because um, ghosts were really skinny. <laughs> Imagine being a skinny ghost. You think I'm skinny? <laughs> It's like my favorite video on TikTok. You're definitely wide enough to be a ghost. All right. <gasps> Not Amy, though. She tans every day. Hey, look Shout at that hair line. Hey, Brandon, Not if you're listening to this, I know you like her tan <laughs> line. All right. Um, 
Uh, so many of the alterations seem to be pointless and again, you'll find out why. Um, staircases would ascend several levels, but then in abruptly, like they would just go to the wall or the roof. And then it would just be like a dead end? Yeah. Oh. It would just be a dead end. thing. It is. Well, I guess that's why it's a mystery house. Yes. Um, doors would open to solid walls and hallways would turn, um, a corner and end at a dead end. So. So she made, why did she make such a confusing house? You will find out. Well, hurry up. I'm sorry. You talk a lot. Look for it. Um, additionally, Winchester insisted that the home be built exclusively out of redwood. However, she didn't like the look of the wood, so she insisted it be covered with a stain and a faux grain. By the time... Yeah, she, she's... Uh, Bougie? <laughs> well, you gotta think. She had to continue... Never mind. I haven't gotten to that point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> By the time the house was completed, over 20,000 gallons of paint had been used to cover the wood. Sweet. Yeah. By the turn of the century, Sarah um, and her ghost house um, was seven stories, 160 rooms, 47 fireplaces, 10,000 panes of glass, two basements, three elevators, and a mysterious funhouse-like interior. Can we just take a second? Just take a second because um, 160 rooms. They must have been little. 161 rooms. What was the square footage of each room? I have no idea. I know that. I know. I remember that reading that one of them was the size of a small ballroom. You have okay. an eyelash. Right. You didn't let me make, make a wish. Now I'm twisted. Um, but one of them was the size of a small ballroom. Just there's, there's no telling. Okay. Um, anyone who set foot in the home uh, could tell that no expense had been spared. Gold and silver chandeliers hung from the ceilings above. Hand inlaid. Um, Do they parking. still hang there? Yes. No. 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 Gold chandeliers. I'm Andrew. pretty sure they won't miss one. <laughs> Pretty sure they'll show, they'll know if one is missing. You know you can take a tour of it. Oh, rob that bitch. <laughs> you, what are you gonna do? <laughs> shove it under your shirt? Like <laughs> I, I just took a souvenir. That's all. I <laughs> just Very take it out one piece at a souvenir. time. Yeah. Go to like go keep going and take it out. Um where was I? Oh, hand inlaid parquet flooring. Dozens of artful stained glass windows created by Tiffany and Co. Um, line the walls, including some designed by Louis Comfort Tiffany himself. Uh, one window in particular was intended to create a prismatic rainbow effect on the floor when the light flowed through it. Of course, um, the window the window ended up on an interior floor, and thus the uh, goal was never achieved. <sighs> This lady got a lot going on. Um, so she had, at this time, she actually had plumbing and electrical work. So she could just like flick the lights on and flush toilets and stuff. Okay, so it was like modern. In a way. In a way, yes. She was okay. very, very rich. So um, it was really rare for the time. Um, well, when you got that kind of money. Yeah. Uh, they also had hot running water. 
Oh, was that not right? Was no, that... you had to like boil your water. So I remember being like five and six and going through storms and having to boil the water. Yeah, Katrina. <laughs> um, Shout out to Katrina. They had, <laughs> they had push button gaslighting available through the home and uh, forced air heating flowed through the house. So they had like air conditioners essentially. Um, Central heating and air, basically. Basically, yes. Okay, cool. In the 1800s. Um, unfortunately, in 1904, an earthquake uh, struck hands. San Jose. San Jose. And the Winchester Mystery House sustained a hefty amount of damage. Uh, thanks to the floating foundation, um, the weight of it was the same as the surrounding soil. So it weighed as much as that land did. So it didn't sink? No. Um, the entire house was it, saved from the collapse because it... Because it weighed so much? Yes. Okay. Um, the top three floors were ultimately removed, leaving the house with only four stories as seen today. So, oh, it's a four-story mansion now instead of a seven-story mansion. Seven, what a cutback. I just... Yeah, I mean, you lost three floors. So how big is this house? Um, I think. And when did they lose the three the three stories? If I remember correctly, the house is six acres. Mm -hmm. The whole house is six acres. Um, and they lost the three. They took out the three top floors after the earthquake. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> so the reason she kept building is because the uh, medium told her that if she did not continue, like, have nonstop construction, that the ghosts would kill her. She would be next to die. So that's why she was constantly just building useless spots and right, redoing right, right. and taking apart. So I actually, now that you um, mention it, I have heard of this story. But um, I, whenever, you know, I was told about it, they said that the useless spots were to confuse the Fourteen hundred per child. Hold up, Mari. Maybe that baby does kind of look like me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping that in the Can video. You, okay, keep that? okay, I'm gonna put that at the front of the video. <laughs>